Welcome to the Real Loss Boss podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Real Loss Boss podcast. And in this episode, we're going to discuss my top 10 calorie counting tips. Throughout the years of you trying to lose weight, just like me trying to lose weight, the main way we've tried to lose weight is crazy fad diets. And fad diets have a couple of things in common. Number one, they do not educate you about calories, about energy balance, calories in versus calories out. Number two that all fad diets have in common is if you've lost weight on a fad diet, it is because it has given you the tools to go into a calorie deficit. If you've lost a few stone on Slimming World, it's simply because you've stuck to the Slimming World plan and that has enabled you to consume less calories than you burn. You won't realise that because Slimming World don't explain that to you, but that is how you have lost your weight and that's the same for any fad diet intermittent fasting um uh ketogenic diet the cambridge plan slim fast shakes all that nonsense they have given you the tools to consume less calories than you burn when i started my weight loss journey in 2014 i wanted to cut out the nonsense i wanted to lose weight in a totally different way that i'd ever tried to lose weight before because all previous methods had failed and I reverted back to what a GP told me in I'm going to guess 1989 1990 I was nine or ten years of age and I was recommended to go to the GP about my weight from my school and I went into the GP and the first thing he said to me was Neil you need to go on a calorie controlled diet even though it was over 30 years ago I do remember it like it was yesterday now the advice given by my GP about how to control your calories and by the dietitians I was then referred to as well was absolutely pathetic if I'm being honest with you there was no education around it whatsoever it was literally Neil can't eat this and Neil should be eating that anyway when I started my journey in 2014 I decided to look into this calorie malarkey I was told to go on a calorie controlled diet Never went on one. Well, I did, but I didn't know I was going on one. Uh, I was just cutting out foods. And again, all fad diets. Can't eat this. Can't eat that. Need to sin this. Need to point that. You know, can't eat after 8pm at night time. And do you know what? It is all a load of nonsense. All you need to do to lose body fat is consume less calories than you burn. The only way you gain body fat the reason you're overweight now is because over a period of time, you have consumed more calories than you burn. And we simply need to do the opposite to get rid of that stored energy, which is what body fat is. So I started calorie counting and I've done it for years and years and years. And it's allowed me to lose 250 pounds. And I've now maintained that loss for coming up six years. Over the years, I've uh, messed around with calories a little bit. I didn't have a clue what I was doing at the start of my journey. But yeah, coming up nearly 10 years, I've been on my weight loss journey. I haven't just been losing weight for 10 years. Uh, I've had periods of weight loss, periods of weight maintenance, periods where I've been happy, periods where I've actually lost weight when I wasn't trying to, when I was a personal trainer because I was running around the gym like an idiot and burning ridiculous amounts of calories. Um, but... 
one thing that has been a constant throughout my journey is I've always tried to be more responsible with the calories I have consumed. And yeah, in this podcast, I'm going to tell you my top 10 tips that I have learned over the years from counting calories in various ways. There is no order to this uh, top 10. I'm just going to reel them off. Number one, number two, number three. So there's nothing that I would be like, this should be number one, this should be number two. It's just, they're all equally as important and you need to put them all together to make calorie counting as easy as possible. Right, let's get into it. Okay, number one, make sure your calorie allowance stroke, calorie deficit is healthy and sustainable. Please don't just go plucking a calorie allowance out of midair. I'm going to eat 800 calories a day. I'm going to eat 1,000 calories a day. I'm going to eat 1,500 calories a day. If you're doing that, your calorie allowance is wrong. And I guarantee 99% of people that pluck calorie allowances out of thin air are going to be under eating. Now, not eating enough calories does not stop you losing weight, but it stops the journey being sustainable because you'll feel too restricted. Your calories should be based on one thing and one thing only, the amount of calories you burn. We need to look at the amount of calories you burn and then we deduct a certain amount of that to put you into a healthy and sustainable calorie deficit. If anybody wants help with that, if you sign up to my Boss Your Weight Loss community, as part of the sign-up, you get a full calorie breakdown, including your calorie maintenance and that all-important calorie deficit. Number two, use a calorie counting app. That might sound really obvious, but I do know people that try and do it old school with a pen and paper. Now, I haven't always used a calorie counting app. At the start of my journey, I just used to use a calorie structure, which I still use now, and I have a certain amount of calories for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then a little pot left over for snacks and extras. But alongside that, I log my calories in an app. It's like a bank account for your calories. And I always like to compare calories and money because they are two things that if you overspend, you are gonna end up in trouble. So from the start of 2016, I started to use my fitness pal. I used that all the way up to January 2022 when I switched to NutriCheck. Why did I switch? Because most of my online clients were using NutriCheck and being the coach that I am, I wanted to understand what they were using and if they needed any help and advice with NutriCheck, I wanted to be the coach that could give it to them. So my plan originally was to use NutriCheck and my fitness pal side by side and then once I'd learned new to check, I'd go back to my fitness pal because I'll be honest with you, I never had any issues with using my fitness pal whatsoever. Anyway, after a few months of using new to check, I wasn't going back to my fitness pal. New to check for me personally is the best calorie counting app out there. Now, I have only used two, my fitness pal and new to check, but they uh, they seem to be the the predominant leader in the calorie counting app market. And if you're going to choose one, I highly recommend NutriCheck. Number three, plan your eating. Fail to plan, plan to fail. Yeah, 
Having a plan, knowing what you're eating, makes it so much easier for tracking your calories. You can do things like pre-tracking when you plan. So in the morning, you might be going to put your breakfast in, but if you know what you're having for breakfast, you know what you're having for lunch, you know what you're having mid-afternoon snack, you know what you're having for your tea, you can sit there and pop it in and you can see exactly what your calories are like. Also, if you plan your eating, you know what you're having. And when you know what you're having, there's less chance you're going to jump to the old convenience foods. Now, not all convenience foods need to be high in calories, but we tend to always choose more unhealthier options when we look for some convenience. So the conversations you want to cut out are ones like, what are we having for tea? I don't know. What do you fancy for tea? Oh, I don't know. What do you fancy? Well, I really don't mind. Well, we could have this. Oh, we had that the other day. I don't really fancy it. Bang, 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 bang. Next thing, should we get a takeaway? Plan your eating. Makes it easier for your weight loss journey, but it also makes it easier to track those calories. Number four, keep it simple. You do not need to make food like Gordon Ramsay in a Michelin-starred restaurant to lose weight. If you're making dishes with 35 ingredients and you're trying to track all those ingredients, it's going to get pretty tedious pretty quickly. So yeah, just keep things simple. Keep it tasty, but keep it simple. Two slices of toast, half a tin of beans, two poached eggs, Sprinkle of 30% reduced fat, mature cheddar. Just five things going into your app. Number five, stick to a weekly calorie allowance rather than a set daily calorie allowance. Eating the same amount of calories every single day just isn't normalized eating. You might sit there and go, well, what is normal eating? But if you think about someone that's never had a weight issue, do you think they eat the same amount of calories or the same amount of food every single day? No, they don't. Some days they'll eat less, some days they'll eat more. They just do that subconsciously and overall, on average, they eat to a calorie maintenance, which means their weight maintains. And we need to do the same because we need some flexibility. And we need to accept sometimes life can be reactive or dynamic, however you want to say it. And some days you're just going to need a few more calories. And that means if you stick to a weekly allowance rather than a set daily one, you can have days where you eat a little bit less to make up for it. Flexibility is a real key factor of having a sustainable weight loss journey. And sticking to a set daily amount of calories isn't flexible. It's a fad diet and we don't want to do those. So stick to a weekly calorie allowance rather than a set daily one and see your daily calories as an average rather than a set amount. Number six, and this follows on from number five, bank some calories for some higher calorie days. So I'm going to use the example of 2,000 calories a day. If you see uh, your calorie allowance, your daily calories as an average, so 2,000 calories every single day, which is 14,000 calories over a week, it doesn't matter 
how you eat them. And if someone has 2,000 calories a day on average, and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they eat 1,750 calories a day instead of 2,000, so just under their daily average, they're banking 1,250 calories to take into the weekend. So they could use a thousand of those calories on a Saturday. So they've got 3000 calories Saturday and 250 on Sunday. So they've got 2,250 on Sunday. So 1,750 Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then 3000 Saturday, 2,250 Sunday. And that allows so much more flexibility. And that also allows you to really enjoy some of the foods you love while sticking to a calorie deficit. So if you've got 3,000 calories on a Saturday, you could use those for a nice Chinese takeaway at nighttime, a Domino's pizza, or you could even go out for a nice meal and have a couple of glasses of wine. Number seven, make sure you use these two features on your calorie counting app. Now, I've only ever used MyFitnessPal or NutriCheck, and I know these two features are available on those apps, and I assume they're available on any other calorie counting app that is out there. Number one, the barcode scanner, a real powerful tool. So I mentioned the meal before, beans on toast with eggs and cheese. If you wanted to track that, you literally get your bread out, get your beans out, get your eggs out, get your cheese out, get the barcode scanner, bang, 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 and you've scanned it all and it will go straight into your app. All you then need to do is adjust the quantities that you are having. Real powerful tool, make sure you use it. It's something I use every single day. And number two, create a meal stroke recipe function. Again, I know MyFitnessPal and NutriCheck have these features. And basically, that meal I mentioned before, toast, beans, eggs, cheese, you can save that as a meal. And anytime you have it, you can just go into the save feature, select that meal, and it goes straight into your app. And if you make things roughly the same every time, your cottage pie, your spag bowl, uh, your roast chicken dinner, just create a meal each time you make it. And you can change things like serving size. So if you're making uh, a big pan of spaghetti bolognese and you're making it for five people, select that it's five servings. And you just put everything that goes into that pan in the app and it will divide it by five for you and put in the calories for an individual portion. Make sure you use that Create Meal Stroke recipe feature. Again, a really powerful tool to make calorie counting so much quicker, simpler, and easier. Number eight, repetitive eating. Now, this might not be for everyone, and you can run its length as long as you want to, but if you're quite happy to eat the same thing for your breakfast for the week, right? You don't need to really do it any longer than that. You can do if you want to, but if you're quite happy to eat the same thing for your breakfast for the week or for your lunch for the week, do it, right? Because you could make something like a spaghetti bolognese on a Sunday afternoon, make five portions of it, use the create a meal feature that I just mentioned in the previous uh, point, um, and then you can just put that into your app on Sunday afternoon for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Done. You can track your lunches for the week on a Sunday. 
Now, I'm not saying this is for everyone because you might get bored very, very quickly of what you eat. But my answer to that is make food that you love to eat. And don't eat it so much you get bored of it. Really, to eat the same thing every day for dinner isn't a big chore, is it really? And then the following week, make something different and have that every day for your dinner. The following week after that, make something different again and just maybe cycle it and say, right, every six weeks I'll have spag bol. Every six weeks I'll have a chicken curry. Every six weeks I'll have tuna pasta salad. It doesn't matter, whatever you want. But if you're happy to eat a little bit repetitively, certainly for breakfast and lunches, which is what I tend to do quite a lot, again, it just makes tracking calories so much simpler. If you know you're going to have the same thing for your breakfast and the same thing for your lunch, Monday to Friday, you can track it Sunday, Monday morning, and it's just there. It's done and dusted. Number nine you need to accept there's always going to be occasions where you can't be 100% accurate. And you don't need to be because in all honesty, tracking stroke counting calories isn't an exact science. So you might get invited around to your friends for tea and they've made the food so you don't know exactly what is in it. Likewise, you might go to an independent takeaway so any restaurant chain, takeaway chain, food chain in the UK that has more than 250 employees now has to show the calories. So if you go to anywhere like Nando's, McDonald's, a Starbucks, the calories will be displayed. So you're all good there. But if you go to an independent pub or an independent takeaway for a pizza, the calories won't be displayed. So you need to guesstimate a little bit. Likewise, you know, when you go to your friend's house and they make your tea, again, you need to guesstimate a little bit. How do you guesstimate? Well, as I've just said, any chain or any food establishment that has over 250 employees must display the calories. So you need to just choose a brand equivalent. Now, the amount of times where you can't be 100% accurate with tracking calories will be few and far between. So don't worry about it. Don't panic about it. And if you go to your local pub on Saturday night and you have a burger and chips, track it as a big, tasty, large meal from McDonald's. Likewise, if you go to your friend's house and they make lasagna, put it in as a Tesco finest lasagna one portion. Now their lasagna that they've given you might be 750 calories and the Tesco one might be 650. Their lasagna might be uh, 550 and you might put it in again as the Tesco one at 650. You don't need to be stupidly accurate all the time. And like I say, the times where you can't be pretty damn accurate with tracking your calories should be few and far between, maybe once a week, twice a week at the most. So don't panic about it. Don't worry about it. Just use a brand equivalent and do the best you can. And number 10, the last one for today, if you ain't tracked it, it ain't getting eaten. This is something I set myself as a, a habit. And number 10, if you ain't tracked it, you ain't eating it. So this is something I started to do from using um, my fitness pal in 2016. I was saying to myself, if it ain't in my app, it ain't going in my trap. 
and it just created some really good habits for consistent tracking. So you're gonna have your breakfast, three Weetabix, milk and honey, boot up your app, stick it in there, then make it and eat it. And it does a couple of things. Number one, as I've just said, it creates a really good consistent habit of tracking. Number two, it stops you getting to tea time on a day and then going, oh, I've not tracked for today. And then you try to remember what you've eaten. Then you get a bit overwhelmed and a bit flustered and you do the sod it. I won't track today. I'll start again tomorrow. And next thing you've not tracked calories for two weeks. And last but by no means least, it gets you to boot up your app and look at it before you eat something to make sure you've got the calories. You know, it could be half eight at night, your partner gets the biscuits out, you fancy a couple of biscuits, so you open up your app, you look at it, and you go, I've only got 200 calories left for the rest of today, so yeah, I'm going to have a biscuit, I fancy a biscuit, I'm going to have two hobnobs, whereas previously, you might have eaten four or five hobnobs, then you open up your app and you put them in, you go, oh no, I've got over my calories by 300 today, what have I done? So, yeah, it is just a really good way of creating some really good habits around tracking those calories. If it ain't in your app, it ain't going in your trap. And there we go. Those are my top 10 calorie counting tips. If I'm being honest with you, I was writing the list and I could have done 20, but I filtered them out and those 10 if you put all those into practice uh, while tracking counting calories to lose weight on your weight loss journey, they will really, really help to make it a lot easier. I've already mentioned this, guys. If you want your calorie allowance working out, then if you subscribe to my Boss Your Weight Loss community, part of the subscription, you get a full calorie breakdown from me. If you feel you need a little bit more help, you can sign up to my one-to-one -one plan and you not only get a full calorie breakdown, but you get a full plan to follow and you get regular check-ins with me. Anyway, I will put the link to my website in the description of whatever you're watching this on. Uh, and as always, if you could give me a like, a comment, a follow, ask a question, uh, that would be absolutely superb. I hope you found this one useful. And until next time, I want you to boss your weight loss.